Welcome to Passive Income Group 360, the podcast for new and upcoming entrepreneurs who are ready to stop living from paycheck to paycheck and finally achieve real financial freedom. This is your host, Lisa Michelle. I've been a solo attorney for 20 years, but in 2019, I began my search for the best sources of passive income. Now, each and every Friday, I share with you everything I've learned along the way. No fake gurus, no flashy Lambos, just real information that you can use today. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. Miss Lisa Michelle. You're listening to Passive Income Group 360, the podcast. If you've been here before, welcome back. I appreciate you coming in to listen. And if you're new here, it's your first episode. Welcome to you too. I appreciate you being here as well. If you've been here before and you have not become a member of Passive Income Group 360, or you have not signed up or actually followed or subscribed to the show, what are you waiting for? Head over to the website. You can leave your comments or questions regarding to any episode you've heard. And you can also sign up to be a member to receive resources and receive discounts to courses and classes related to helping new and upcoming entrepreneurs start, establish, and grow their business. So go ahead and head over to the website and become a member. So I'm going to jump right into it because today I want to talk more about passive income. I haven't really talked about that since, I don't know, maybe sometime in the summer, but I want to revisit it. And there are different types of passive income. And in case you're not familiar, passive income is income that you receive mm, with relatively little work at the end. But there's definitely work that you've got to put in in the beginning. So whether it's time, whether it's money, whether it's time and money, you'll definitely have to put work into it in the beginning to set it up so that it's eventually, um, you know, a smooth operation and you're able to receive passive income down the road. So it's not a get rich quick scheme. It's not that type of scenario at all. But there are a lot of different types. And I want to talk about maybe about 10 of them that you could actually start now if you wanted to. It doesn't require you know, a whole lot of setup. And it's something that you can start looking into and you know, start implementing you know, maybe over a weekend or so. And you know, there are some that I won't even really get into that really require you to have assets up front. Because I know a lot of us don't have you know, a, a summer home to rent out. As a, as a rental property or as a vacation property. If you have an extra house to rent out, that would definitely be passive income. If you can rent it out as an Airbnb or as a summer rental, that would be passive income for you. But not a lot of us have that type of asset to um, you know, help us leverage passive income. So some of the ones I want to talk about are you know, things that most of us can actually uh, implement in a relatively short period of time. And then after that, I do want to talk about what I consider to be one of the best ways to actually market that type of um, passive income stream. All right. So one of the first ways would be an ebook and, you know, ebooks, I'm not sure if they're as popular as they used to be, but I know you can still sell ebooks um, on different topics. You can even, you know, maybe convert it into some type of um, um, like an e-reader book on Kindle, on Kindle, and you could upload it to KDP for Amazon and sell it there. 
But if you have any kind of knowledge on any particular subject where you're able to write a short book, it's not as hard as it sounds. I know it seems, you know, like such a daunting task to sit and write a book. But it's not, you know, coming up with the next great novel. It doesn't have to be 3,000 pages. An ebook is typically short. So no one would be looking for a 100 or even a 50 page ebook, but you're still able to sell it. So if there's something that you know a little bit about and you're willing to put in a little bit more research to learn more about that topic, or maybe it's something you really know, something, something you know really well that you could go ahead and just sit down and start writing. And you may be surprised at how much you actually know about one specific topic and maybe consider putting that into an ebook and then selling that online. You don't have to worry about, you know, uh, having inventory in your house that you've got to actually ship out to people. You can send it electronically. And that's a relatively easy item to actually sell once you've put in the work to actually write the ebook. And there are lots of resources online to help you actually format it into an ebook. And you can find, you know, a mock up or a picture where you can put your image to make it look like you've got a real physical book, a real physical book cover, and it looks really professional. So that's one thing. Uh, down the same, I guess, along the same line would be to create a course. You can, I think I touched on this maybe last week. You can create a course that you could sell on a platform like. Udemy or uh, Teachable, Thinkific. There are lots of different platforms out there, but I mentioned Udemy first because they actually have um, almost like a set audience, if you will, that they market to already. So you wouldn't have to actually bring in all the students on your own. If you upload a course on Udemy, there's already kind of a built-in warm audience there. We have people actually going on the website to look for courses, similar to Etsy. So if you list a product on Etsy, there are people who go on Etsy looking to buy. So that helps you a lot. So if you know a little bit about something, and again, you're willing to do a little bit more research and become a little bit more of an expert, you can put a really, really nice course on Udemy. Even if you're not an expert, you just know a little bit about something, <laughs> that you can actually uh, form a course around, you could still put it on Udemy. Because I guarantee you, there's something that you know, and you may not even think of it as a big deal, but there's something that you know that someone else needs to know. And all you have to do is just figure out what that thing is. And if you feel as though you're not able to actually, you know, you know physically write the course, or you don't know where to start, again, you know, read, look online, there are resources, there are people that can help um, to format the, the course for you, to upload the course. All you have to do is just set your mind to the fact that you are going to write a course and upload it. And you will definitely find the resources out there to help you implement, to help you imp implement that. And I think on the Udemy website, there's assistance there as well. So you can create a course. Uh, if you don't want to put it on their platform, you can create your own website and you can sell the course on your own site and you get more of the profit. You don't have to pay any monthly fee. You don't have to share your um, profit with anyone. So I would definitely consider that. Selling stock photography. Are you a photographer? Do you take good pictures? Do you have any good pictures lying around? Maybe you want a vacation somewhere and all your pictures, you know, look like postcards. 
you can sell those pictures. There are stock photography websites that will pay you for pictures that you may already have lying around for other people who you know use them for their websites and different types of media. So selling stock photos, that's an option. You know, cell phones now have pretty good cameras. So, you know, maybe you can go out and take some pictures if you're in a scenic area or if you're about to travel somewhere. You know, keep in mind that you may be able to make some money from your pictures. So, you know, take some some good photos and maybe you can try to sell those at a later date. You can create an application for a cell phone. I know most of us have no idea how to create an app, but luckily there are people that do. So if you go on websites like Fiverr or Upwork, you can pay someone to help you with an app. Give them the idea, have someone work with you on creating this app. You own the rights to it. And guess what? You can sell the app. Is there something that you've thought of before where you've you know, figure, well, I don't know, just be too hard. I don't know how to make an app myself, so never mind. Well, think about having someone else create the app for you. And I don't know how much they would charge to do that. But, you know, I, I think it's definitely worth looking into if you have an idea of something that you think would make someone else's life easier. Because everyone is looking to buy an app or something that can help them do something easier. Everyone's got at least, I don't know how many apps on their phones. But, um, I think there's definitely a market for that if that's something that you're interested in. And for all these ideas, you know, if there's something that's come to your mind that you feel as though you'd want to do it, it can make you a lot of money, but it's holding you back because you don't know how to do it yourself. You've got to get out of that mindset and realize that there are other people out there that can help you bring your idea to fruition. You don't have to do it all yourself. If you have the idea that's more than half the battle right there. If you've got a good idea, you can have someone help you bring it to life. So sometimes it just takes that extra step of going out to get some help, you know, just to help you actually make it happen. But don't, you know, don't give up because you feel as though you can't do the whole thing by yourself. If you have the idea, there's someone out there that can actually help you, you know, bring it to life. Uh, affiliate marketing. I've talked about that before where a company will pay you a commission if you're able to make a sale uh, on one of their pro products. If you have a favorite company or a favorite product that you use all the time and you've got some way to market it, maybe you have a website or a blog, or you're thinking about going in, um, on YouTube to become a YouTuber, affiliate marketing, marketing is a good way to bring in passive income because all you have to do is connect with a company of your choice that's got an affiliate program, apply to become an affiliate. And for a lot of companies, it's as easy as just saying you want to be an affiliate and they'll send you a personalized link. You share that link with other people. And when someone clicks on that link and makes a purchase of that product, you'd get a small commission. So it doesn't get any more passive than that. You just share the link, leave it there. And if people come along and make a purchase, you get a small commission. So for that, you need, you know, some way to share the link, but it doesn't have to be a website. You can email it to people that you know. You can post it in, uh, for, on social media and your posts. You can put it in your email signature block, anything, any way to get people to click on that link so they can make a sale will work. Uh, designing t-shirts. 
I, we've talked about, um, you know, selling T-shirts, print uh, on demand. You could do that with companies like Spreadshirt or Redbubble or Zazzle, where you design a bunch of, you know, T-shirts or mugs or whatever it is you want to design. You leave them there and people will come along and possibly make a sale where you'd receive a commission. Now, that doesn't happen overnight. And the more designs you have up, the better. But you know what? If you spend maybe an hour a weekend uploading designs, in a couple of months, you could possibly have 100 designs up. If you've got 100 designs up, chances are, if they're decent designs, you will make sales. You will definitely make sales. Whether it's T-shirts or stickers or mugs, if you've got designs that may be following a trend or you're, you know, tagging the designs well so people can actually find them, you make a sale. And um, that requires really close to zero dollars up front. You know, if you're making your designs yourself or if you're going on to a site like Canva to help you design. Uh, well, maybe not Canva because Canva, Canva's quality for T-shirt designs I don't know if I use it for t-shirts, but if you use maybe a site like Creative Fabrica or Creative Market to help you with your design elements and use something like Inkscape, which is free uh, to design on, then you don't have to spend any money on Photoshop or you know software that requires a subscription. So it's relatively inexpensive to get started doing that as well. You could sell... Uh, digital products like printables on Etsy. You just design it similar to print on demand, you know, t-shirts and mugs. You make the designs, you upload them to Etsy. People purchase the items and the digital downloads go directly to the customer. So once you upload, you know, whatever printable or digital product you want to sell, you don't have to do anything else after that other than, you know, make sure that your customers don't have questions for you. But once you upload that design on Etsy, that's pretty much it. It's on autopilot. And, you know, with Etsy, I think it's similar to the print-on-demand companies like, you know, Spreadshirt and Redbubble, where the more designs you upload or the more products you upload, the higher the chance that you'll make sales. Only because you figure, you know, if there are 2 million items for sale on Etsy, and let's say you've got two designs or two products listed. You know, what are the chances that someone is going to find those two designs? If you have 50 or 100 designs, there's just a greater chance mathematically that someone will stumble upon your shop or upon your products. So, like I said, you could take it slow. If you only have an hour a week, to create printables or digital downloads, do what you can and just upload things slowly and let it build gradually. You know, if you don't have, you know, hours every day to spend making designs to upload to these sites, it's okay. It doesn't have to be, you know, everything done in one day. If you're doing a few a day, that's better than doing none a day. Just take your time and trust me, time flies by. So if you, if you're, if you stick with it, maybe an hour a weekend, Uploading what you can. In a few months, you'll look back and say, wow, it's been, you know, three months. I put in an hour every Saturday and now I've got, you know, 60 designs up. And you'll, you'll, you'll make sales. You'll make sales. Um, another, well, 
I get, well, it's still passive income, but it's not like the other ones that we've talked about. And that is paying off or reducing your debt. If you're able to pay off some of your debt or slowly reduce your debt, guess what? If you're getting a paycheck, it'll almost feel like you, you're getting a raise because you can keep more of that money. If you're able to lower your utility bills, your cable bill, your cell phone bill, and after contacting all of these companies, you're able to reduce your bills by $75 a month, that's $75 extra money now that you have. And it will feel like passive income because you didn't have to work any harder for that. You put in the time and the energy to, to contact your uh, creditors and now you've got extra money in your pocket and you can use that you know, to save up. If you're looking to leave your nine to five job, you can put that in the bank or you can put it toward your business or you can do whatever you want to do with it. But again, it's putting a little energy up front and then benefiting from it month after month after that. And then the two last ways are with cashback rewards credit card. So if you use a credit card anyway, and you're purchasing groceries and, and gas for your car and things like that, and you're not getting any cash back, then you're leaving money on the table. Why not try to get a cash back rewards card and then get cash back on things you buy anyway? And the same thing could be said to using cash back sites. Um, so it used to be... Uh, I think it was called Ebates before, Rakuten. So if you go to these sites, cashback sites, and you purchase on websites like Amazon or Walmart or Target or Best Buy, a lot of times you'll get cash back the, the next month or the next couple of months. So when you're thinking about going holiday shopping, this upcoming holiday season, be sure to sign up with one of these cashback sites because if you're going to be purchasing things online anyway, this is definitely the time when you want to take advantage of a cashback site and get some of that money back because you'd be surprised at the amount of money you can get back on some of these programs. So look into Rakuten because I think that one replaced Ebates and there may be some other ones out there now too, but definitely check it out and make sure that it's you know a reputable website and that it's not, not a scam. So, if you decided that you wanted to, you know, try to secure a passive income on the things like selling an ebook or selling stock photos or creating a course or an app or t-shirts, one of the best ways to sell using um, these, these methods would be to create some type of content. You don't have to. You don't have to. You may not want to become a YouTuber. You may not be interested in making YouTube videos. You may not want to do make, have a blog or have a podcast. You may not want to do any of that. And that's fine because you can just create a website of your own and you can just, you know, try to, you know, pay for marketing, do some research, you know, on how to do it properly. And by trial and error, you can just do paid advertising and have people come to your site through ads. It's definitely fine to do that. But if you don't want to have to rely on um, paid ads solely, the best way to, to sell any of these items or to make money on any of these types of passive income streams is to create content. This is no if, ands, buts about it. That's the best way to drive free organic traffic to your site. 
either have a blog, have a podcast, put up YouTube videos, do something to create a warm audience of people that you can sell to. You want to be able to, to tell people, look, I have this product, right? I have these stock photos, beautiful pictures that I took in Jamaica. You know, you, they'd be perfect for you, for your, you know, for your website. Well, who am I talking to? Right. Who am I, who am I telling that to? If you have a blog, you can write an article that says, you know, best top five, you know, destinations for a honeymoon. Right. And you can create a blog and you can include links to your photos, you know, in the blog post. That's just, you know, one example of thing of things that you can do to bring in traffic so they can see whatever product you're offering. If you're selling an app for a cell phone, you could write a blog post. Top five uh, iPhone apps in 2020. Hey, by the way, look at this app. This is a new app that I created. It's on sale. Here's a link. Here's how it works. It's just the best way to, to bring in traffic so that people can see what you're offering. Like I said, you don't have to do that, but it's something to consider. Um, you can be creative with it. If you don't want to do the blog, you don't have to. Um, if you don't want to do, uh, if you don't want to do YouTube, we don't have to do that either. But if you don't want to, you have to figure out some way to attract warm traffic. So you don't want to always have to make cold calls to complete strangers that have never seen you before. You know, it's like someone walking up to you on the street and like, Hey, buy this ice cream cone. You know, I don't even know you. I'm not, I'm not buying that from you. I don't, even, I don't know where you came from. I don't know where the ice cream came from. I'm not buying. And that's how it can seem if you're trying to sell to people that, have, that don't know anything about you. So if you've got some type of content, you can introduce yourself to people. You can let people get to know a little bit about you before you start, you know, with the elevator pitch, before you start trying to sell anything. So anyway, it's just food for thought. Consider it. If you have any comments about it, if it's something that you're interested in doing, if you have any questions or ideas or comments you want to share with everyone, feel free to go to the website, passiveincomegroup360.com forward slash blog, I'm sorry, forward slash podcast, and leave your comments there and follow and subscribe to the show so you get notifications every time a new episode is posted. All right, that's going to do it for me. I hope you have a great day, a great week, a great fall. And I hope that you're staying safe and healthy. And until next time, peace. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please subscribe and look in the description for a link to join fellow listeners online. Until next time, peace.